We heard recently about how we've all got to green up. Yeah, it's Ken Crowther with some ideas on what's going on around the world. Well, Robert Howard, he's from the City of London, he was saying how we're all very keen to green up. Yes, we got to go green. Yes, we got to have possibly electric vehicles. And yes, electric mowers, electric equipment for the garden. Not only that, we've got to grow more of our own product, more of our own food. But is the government really helping us? You know, many advanced countries are now exploring how to make more for themselves. They're looking at how to grow more food for themselves due to, of course, not only uh, to feed themselves, but also from security issues as well. It's very important. The problem is going to be high wages, high wages, make it more difficult and therefore farmers as we've been talking to recently of course are looking at having uh, smaller tractors but they'll be robotic so we're doing a very different job on producing our own food where is the future well the rhs also are leading a million pound peat free um, research project and that's in uh, in linking with the Growing Media Association and product supplier Fargro. Um, the research is led by a newly appointed peat-free postdoctoral research fellow, Dr. Uh, Prasad. And it is vital because the RHS are very strong on peat-free products, peat-free plants, and we've got to get it right. And I was recently speaking to a grower, well, a grower, a seed company and plug plant company that were doing their own trials on peat-free uh, composts and peat compost. And in fact, when you, what he was saying was, when you look at them, sadly, the peat ones are always consistently better. I know it's something that Peter Seabrook went on for years about, but unless we can get it right, we're not going to win with having peat-free products. It comes down, and it's something that Catherine Dawson, technical director of Melcourt, was going, it comes down to long-term research and development. There's no substitute for that development and continuous research because we've got to get a lot, lot better at it. You've got to get the consistency continuously going through. I can buy a bag of compost one year and a bag of compost another year from the same company and find them totally different. Lots of the new materials have microbial content which further complicates the issue because microbes means that the product doesn't necessarily stay the same which is what I've just said. So this is so so important. We are a competing industry of biomass boilers because they're using all that same material again. Very important because uh, biomass boilers are a help with the environment as well. Our industry may be, and retailers too, have got to get back to demonstrating the potential of one good bag of compost. It may be a bit more expensive, but let's get away from how cheap we can make it. Let's demonstrate that a good growing media needs to be right, responsibly sourced, and still can grow a good plant. That's my little bit on compost. Now we move on to grass cutting. I love a cut lawn. I love a lined lawn. But if you didn't want to do that, 
How would you know when to cut it? Nobody really tells you. Well, if you want a one-cut approach, which we do in some gardens with paths leading through it and bulbs and trees everywhere, you would definitely do a full cut in August and September. I like to leave the cut grass down on the ground and then uh, just either leave it and let it go fallow and the seed will drop into it and grow again the next year or some others will gather up that like a hay crop. The alternative way is a summer and autumn cutting which means you partially cut, not too low, in late July through to September and then you do a full cut all the way sometime in the period up to December and then leave it alone. Some people do uh, a late winter cut, February, March, and then a full cut, September, October. So they're the sort of things that you might do to leave a bit of a meadow or a non-mode area in your garden. Saving the planet. Yes, well, in garden trade news, I picked up on Carbon Gold, who have been around quite a few years, but they are looking at producing even more natural, sustainable products that help gardeners to grow healthier plants. And it's so important today. The products are easy and effective way to help gardeners fight climate change um, and help sequester carbon into the soil where it can be used by plants and that helps them to grow and to thrive. So they are, there's companies all over trying to help with sustainability and it is so, so important. Um, the RSPB at um, Horswater Reserve in Penrith, they are putting in loads and loads of plants to again help with the wildlife. If you want to make a difference again next year to help with vital ecological restoration and give nature a home, then uh, you've got to get there, get involved and help the environment. So now there's a few bits of news for you and I'll come back with some more later on through the months.